Urban at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash icon on your radio dial. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Our digital platforms, hey, a free download for your smartphone or tablet. Take the show with you anywhere. On the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. And our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Hey, search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You'll find that fairly easily, no matter where you're listening. Again, that's available for you usually about 20 to 30 minutes after every program ends. Trying to do that for you. Trying to get it up for you. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook. Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Today's program is brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Mardi Gras time in the city. The big game coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah, you want to make sure that, again, your liquor cabinet stocked, right? Especially if you're having folks over for the big game. Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Make that the centerpiece. Uh, folks will be going absolutely wild by it again. Much like Midsummer Soldiers, much like Lunar, fast becoming again. Highest selling limited edition spirit in the super premium gin category. Why not? Notes of coastal freshness, balanced with fresh notes of citrus, alluring juniper character, lengthened by deep earthly notes of locally sourced Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and you know what it means that unmistakable crisp citrus finish. This limited edition Henrik's gin can be found at your favorite spirit store. Refreshing. And, of course, unique to our friends at Hendrix Gin. Hendrix Neptunia Gin, only on the shelves till 2023. That's March 2023. Uh, get out there and get some now. Uh, and, um, of course, proud sponsor of our program, William Grant Independent Family Distiller since 1883. And Leslie Gracie is the uh, master distiller. As I've said before, a scientist by trade. Now, again, distilling, again, these fine spirits for, for Hendrix. And every single year now she's coming out uh, with a different flavor profile for Hendrix Gin. Uh, this year it's Hendrix Neptunia. Uh, and uh, it's only around, look, once they're gone, they're gone. And, uh, you know, great presentation with the bottle. But more importantly, again, a fantastic spirit for you to be able to enjoy. Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Get some today. Well, we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to have uh, Les East of uh, CrestedySports.com and Saturday Down South joining us at 435 uh, this afternoon. Um, Larry Holder of The Athletic will join us in his regular spot at 535. And, of course, uh, a lot going on. Yesterday, NFC Championship, uh, Philly 31, San Francisco 7. Um, look, once Purdy got hurt, um, it was pretty much over at that point. Um, uh, then, then, of course, um, there's more problems with, with, with um, San Francisco when Josh Johnson got hurt, uh, who was their, what, their fourth-string quarterback. Purdy comes in. He's not really able to throw the ball. Um, at that point, again, it was just a smothering defense. Of the, uh, of the Philadelphia Eagles, 31-7 to there. It wasn't even a game. I thought it might be closer, but, again, nobody can anticipate uh, the injury to Purdy. Uh, but it is what it is. The, the most controversial one uh, was, again, 23-20, to and that is the Chiefs over, over the Cincinnati Bengals um, in what was an exciting AFC championship game. Um, you know, Joe Burrow uh, sacked five times, 32 yards, um, Still threw for 270 yards. Um, they had two interceptions, one touchdown. Uh, Mahomes hampered throughout the day, threw for 326 yards, uh, had no interception, was sacked three times uh, for, 11, for 11 yards. But a lot of the the uh, the, the talking points today have, have been on um, on the situation uh, with the officiating, and a lot of people feeling again that once again, much like again the uh, situation here in New Orleans with the no no call that the uh, Cincinnati Bengals got shafted. Uh, 
Uh, and look, you could argue the point, uh, the third down being replayed uh, because of the clock situation. Um, you can, but the, 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 it was just a stupid play um, on the part of, what was it, Osiah, um, to be able to hit Mahomes out of bounds on the most critical play of the game. You know, he's going out of bounds there. You let him go out of bounds. It's still a long field goal. They're going to overtime, and anything can happen. That's just a boneheaded uh, play. And if you're an official, how do you not call that? You have to call that, okay? I mean, literally at first, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pulling from Cincinnati, right? And I'm like, ooh, and on as, as, um, as Mahomes is going out of bounds. I'm looking at the, at the yard marker where it's at. I'm saying, well, this is still a long field goal. And, of course, uh, the roughing the, uh, pa- the, the unnecessary roughness penalty. Uh, that happened that really, again, sealed the deal uh, for, uh, for Cincinnati and made a makeable field goal for them to, uh, to beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, again, you hate to see it end like that. You hate to see it end like that because it was such a good game. You were hoping for overtime. Uh, and, then, and then, again, seeing, again, the, the, what would happen there. But it wasn't to be. Um, you can't tell me that Cincinnati was every bit as good as, as the Chiefs. They were. Um, they had a chance to get back to the Super Bowl. But, um, again, a young player making a rookie mistake ends up, again, costing them. But there were a lot of plays out there that were left on the field by both teams, including, again, the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Look, I've been one that for years now have talked about full-time officials. I think it's ridiculous that the NFL today, uh, in partnership with casinos, in partnerships with, again, sports books, and, and, the, and, again, you know, at one time, again, it was taboo to even talk about uh, the NFL and gambling, right? Well, now they're in bed with these gambling houses. To not be able to do everything they can to make sure that the, the uh, games are officiated fairly. And look, we've seen our share of, of again, uh, unfairly officiated games here in New Orleans. Uh, what's the answer? Well, I mean, do you go with, again, um, uh, computerized situations, okay, where you're using um, – uh, the most modern equipment out there uh, to be able to, again, do what maybe the, 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 the human eye can't see or, again, the decision that a human can make in real time, or are you going to live with the mistakes? One thing you do is have full-time officials, full-time officials, and then using every tool necessary to be able to get it right. We've seen other leagues do this with the eye in the sky, other things, but the NFL has been stubborn in a lot of cases. We don't know what's going on in New York when they're making these comments. What was it, the XM, the USFL last year? We could hear what was going on, you know, between, again, the, the chatter between the officials. Um, especially today with, again, with, with, with so much money being, being put legally spent on, on sports betting in our country, it is incumbent upon the leagues to be able to make sure that, again, that they have a fair playing field and they're doing everything possible to make sure that, again, the officiating gets it right. Players make mistakes, coaches make mistakes, officials make mistakes. But when an official makes a mistake, it, 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 could, it could be game-changing, okay? We, we take it for granted. Again, look, it is what it is, part of the game when, it, when, it, when a player or a coach makes mistakes. And, and believe me, they can walk the plank for it. We've seen it many times. You lose your job, you get cut, whatever it is. But there's too much invested now in professional sports, in sports in, in, in general, not just professional but also collegiate sports, to not get it right. And there's too much money in the NFL right now to not have full-time officials. That's, that's all they do. They officiate. They go back during the week. They're studying, again, what they did wrong. They're trying to be able to make sure that, again, these crews are, are, are crews that, uh, you know, are, are, are 
have some continuity to them as well. Um, you know, I've never understood these all-star crews for the for the for the playoffs or for the Super Bowl, etc. Uh, I've never understood that. You know, if you got the best crew out there, let the best crew go out there and do that. Uh, but it is what it is. So we'll see again how this kind of plays out once again with all the controversy. Look, it was it, it fell on deaf ears here in New Orleans with the Nola no call. Okay, yeah, they, they they changed the rule for a year and then went back to the original rule on on, on pass interference, and that was as blatant as blatant as can be. Um, the, the calls that were made inside the game, especially again with the clock management, et cetera, uh, you can't have that in an AFC championship game. You know? I mean, Zach Taylor's going crazy on, on, on the sideline because he thinks that what? Well, it's fourth down. They're getting off the field. No, no, they get a second try. Now, again, um, the, uh, the TV uh, uh, telecast did show the official coming in from, 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 the, from, the, um, uh, from the back of the play, you know, again, trying to be able to stop the play before the play went on. But – at that point, it went on. So what do you do? Um, and I understand it was a few seconds here or there, but it really cost the Bengals. But, yeah, the Bengals cost themselves. Um, that, that was just a stupid bonehead play on, on the part of, uh, of their young player uh, that put them in field goal position. You know, it is what it is. Um, they could have protected uh, Burrow better. Um, you could go right down the line. Uh, and I was pulling for the Bengals. I think there's a lot of people here in New Orleans were across Louisiana because of the Louisiana ties. Okay, outside of again Eli Apple, right? But um, there has to be again an outcry nationally for this to happen. It didn't happen with the Saints. Maybe it happens this time around with the Bengals. That there is a again that the NFL is forced to be able to again give up some of those profits, be able to make sure that again that that an official is a full time uh, employee of the NFL, and uh, you know they're spending time. I don't care where it's at. You know, if, it, if it's, you know, New York, Los Angeles, whatever, if there are different different places across the, the country where, again, they're, uh, they're involved, whether it's, again, uh, doing it through the Internet, uh, you know, again, uh, or, or, again, on the field, working every day to be able to make sure that, again, that they know the rules, uh, that these, these crews are working in conjunction with each other, and we don't have these type of controversies, not just for the big games, but the games that lead up to the big games, Right. I mean, you can look across the board, across the NFL, uh, again, with the mistakes that are made uh, throughout the season. So that's been the big controversy today. People are, be- are believing that Cincinnati was cheated uh, and uh, that maybe they rightfully should be in the, in the Super Bowl this year. You know, look, it is what it is. Uh, Chiefs 23, uh, Bengals 20. Bengals will be back. They got a really good team. And they got the one thing you need to be able to win consistently in the NFL, and that's a quarterback. You know, Burrow is among the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and he showed it again yesterday. Um, I have no doubt that they get into in, into overtime that, that Burrow has a chance to be and, and probably goes out and wins this game for him. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, uh, young players make mistakes. That young player, again, cost his team tremendously uh, by, again, putting them in field goal range. So uh, we'll get into that a little bit later on the program, but that really is the big talker today. Uh, again, um, so now the Super Bowl is set. Philadelphia uh, versus Kansas City. It'll be interesting to see, again, uh, again how this kind of plays out. Uh, there's a little bit of time now for Mahomes to be able to heal. Again, Jalen Hurts is also uh, still dealing with an injury. Uh, but uh, these are two really good teams uh, and ought to, ought to be a pretty decent uh, uh, Super Bowl going forward. Senior Bowl week, this is a huge week for the NFL, but it's a huge week, again, for teams like the New Orleans Saints that need to, again, have an influx of young, inexpensive players uh, to be able to augment their, their roster. Uh, the Saints have a um, uh, 
have multiple players, almost sorry, multiple coaches uh, that are that are again that are assisting, that are coaching uh, at the Senior Bowl, which is something new. Usually, it would be a you know a, an, an entire uh, team's uh, coaching staff that would be there. It's a little bit different this year. Uh, so the Saints have a bunch of their young coaches that are involved, and again, hands-on. Which is, look, I've always said this. The Saints have not been in that position during the Peyton era for the most part because they've been winning teams and in the playoffs. But I would always love, again, when when the Saints would have an opportunity to put their coaching staff down in Mobile and be one-on-one with these young players and to see the players up close and personal from the north and the south. Um, and you know, we'll see how that, that, that plays out with, again, these young coaches going down there and being hands-on uh, with the players. Um, I, I think it's just it, it's an opportunity to see maybe again what you can't see from the stands or et cetera when, when you're, you're in, in the drills working with these players, when you're in the classroom working with these players and getting a chance to be able to see their football IQ uh, on top of, again, uh, their ability to be able to uh, uh, go out on the field and compete against, again, the best that are coming out of uh, the NFL. Setson Bennett, uh, again, made a huge mistake in my opinion. Uh, again, he was uh, arrested this weekend. Uh, for uh, uh, public intoxication in Dallas. He was a guy that turned down the Senior Bowl this week. And first of all, I talked about it last week. Uh, he's a guy that, he's an enigma. Some people believe that the reason why he was successful is because Georgia had such a great team. But yet again, when you look at, again, uh, you know, how he worked his way back into the jewel, back to Georgia, you know, going on the Georgia walk-on, then going to a, um, going to a, 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 a uh, a junior college, working his way back, uh, winning in high school, winning in junior college, and then going in and walking back on it at, um, at, at Georgia, uh, eventually leading them to two national titles. Um, you look at him as, again, what he was as a leader for that Georgia team. Uh, you look at his statistics, taking care of the football, etc. A lot of people can put that on the fact that Georgia was so, um, was so talented around him. And maybe that's maybe that's the case. Who knows? Um, but he's he's got some intangibles as a winner, and uh, and, I, and I'm using air quotes here. Some breeze-like intangibles, right? Now, you know, doesn't have the size. Maybe doesn't have the arm strength. We'll see again how that plays out. But I think again he made a critical mistake, not going to the Senior Bowl even before this situation this weekend, because he would have given teams an opportunity to see him up close and personal. Uh, see his, again, his strengths, his weaknesses, and possibly could have went up the draft board. Instead, he's out partying in Dallas and, and, and gets, again, the public intoxication arrest, which, you know, if he was in Mobile, that's not happening. It's not happening. So just a critical mistake already on this, on this player who is 25 years old, right? He's an older player, been around a while, should know better. And look, I'm not, I'm not disparaging the kid, okay? I mean, look. He, he, he finished at Georgia. He's out partying with his friends. It is what it is. We've all been there. Most of us have been there, right? Especially if you live in this city. But at the end of the day, when you're looking at getting an opportunity, the opportunity of a lifetime, and that's playing in the NFL, uh, the, the, to, to me, you have to do everything to be able to be, on, be on, on your best behavior, doing what you need to do to work out, to be able to impress the scouts going forward, so you have an opportunity not to be a higher, just a higher draft pick, but an opportunity, again, to be able to, be, to fall in with the right team. Um, this was a, obviously a, a, a big setback for him. Um, we'll see how this plays out uh, when, it goes, when it goes forward. So 
Um, I've talked about it. It depends. Okay, would I, would I pay a high pick for Stetson Bennett? No. But would I take a flyer on him in the, in, in the late to middle rounds if he's there? Yes, I would. Why wouldn't you? Okay? You, you, you are quarterback starved right now. You need to, to be able to groom a young quarterback. Not that there's anybody on this, on, on this team right now in terms of the coaching staff that can groom a young quarterback. I don't, is that, does that person exist? I mean, I don't, you know, Ronald Curry, I keep hearing it. Well, you know, we'll say maybe. We'll see. We know Sean Payton did, didn't really groom a young quarterback in his time here. I'm not saying that he didn't make Breeze better because he did. You know, Breeze came in. He was a really good quarterback, but not, not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, between the two of them, uh, he catapulted his career. I'm talking about Peyton and Breeze. They catapulted his career into, again, a first ballot Hall of Famer. Now, Breeze, a lot of that was Breeze, right? But a lot of it was Peyton understanding what Breeze could do and building an offense around his strengths. Uh, that guy's no longer here now. We'll get into, into Peyton in a little while. But there's no doubt the Saints need to pick one or maybe two quarterbacks in this upcoming draft uh, and still need help. We talked about offensive line, defensive line, wide receiver, you need help. Maybe you get away this this year with, again, uh, with again the tight ends you have, especially maybe if you bring in somebody, a, a veteran. Um, you know, you may need help, uh, again, depending on what's going to happen in the safety position. Uh, so there are a lot of needs on this team still. And, of course, the, the, the salary cap, we have some really good news today about the salary cap. Uh, for 2023, it's going to be 224.8 million. That's up from 208.2 million in 2022. That still means, though, the Saints are 57.1 million dollars over the cap. So they got to shed uh, cap before March 14th, which is the first day of the NFL uh, New Year. That means what? Restructuring once again. Um, also cutting players. You know, I've talked about it. You know, Jameis Winston probably going to get cut. Andres Pete finally going to probably get cut. Okay, um, um, we already know that Michael Thomas, uh, with the renegotiation of his deal, is getting set to get cut as well. So there'll be some other players that are, that are going to be getting cut and also restructured to get under the cap. And look, I have no, I have no problem with Mickey Loomis and Kai Harley and their ability to do that. They will do that. And I've talked about a lot on this program. We see now an ex- a significant jump in the, in, in the salary cap right now uh, with the NFL. We'll see an even more significant jump going forward. And the reason why is, again, the digital TV money that's going to be coming in, which is something that the NFL did not foresee maybe again when the new contract was coming up, right? Using a lot, a lot, of, you know, a lot of people have cut the cord now. Uh, they're, they're on digital platforms watching, their, 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 uh, watching TV now. So again, utilizing that and the money that's going to be coming from that's big money. And then also, we, something we haven't really you know, the, the discussed until you know, recently when, um, when again, sports gambling became legal in the United States. And now all these partnerships with these casinos and, 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 and sports books, et cetera, you know, the money from that that's going to be coming in. So the cap's going to be going to be growing exponentially over the next few years. You know, the Saints may, may be in cap hell for another, another couple of years, but eventually they'll dig their way out. The question is, again, can you be relevant while you're digging your way out of the, out of the cap situation with other teams having more money to spend? And look, I've talked about it on this program. One of the biggest mistakes that Mickey Loomis has made, even during the Peyton era, and especially, again, even last year, overpaying for Lavi and Penning, you have to be able to hold on to your draft picks. I said it last week on the program, looking at, at last week's, um, and even the, the teams that really made it to the playoffs, but especially last week and this week, when you look at their rosters and you go and you look at it, you can do it on our lands. It's pretty easy. Go look at it. They've got, again, not just their depth charts, but, again, when a, when a, a year and, and the round the player was drafted. You will see 
on, again, those teams where, again, the middle-round picks are making a difference. Instead of middle-round picks, Saints are having to go to undrafted free agents because they're trading those middle-round picks in a lot of cases to go up and get a certain player. You, can't, you cannot continue to, to thrive and live on that in the, in the NFL. Maybe if you're a couple players away for a Super Bowl, as maybe the Saints thought they were with Breeze, but weren't. But for the long haul, that's the lifeblood of your, of, of your roster. A lot of those guys that are coming in third, fourth, fifth, sixth round, and even seventh round, seventh rounders uh, that make the team. We saw it across the board over the last couple of weeks. That's how you get out of cap hell. You're not play, paying players a lot of money because, again, they're getting drafted at the top of the draft. And, and, and you have, again, then the draft capital be able to go out and, again, to fill holes within your roster by not having to spend a lot of, a lot of money on the free agent market. And hopefully, again, you have the ability with coaching staff to develop those players, okay? And we've seen the play coaches that have developed players with this team. Look, this coaching staff going into last year was looked at as one of the best coaching staffs in the NFL. Now, again, uh, has it taken a bit of a hit with the reputation? No doubt about it because the head man is not there anymore. And, again, I think that that coaching staff, like this player, these players thrived on the drive that Sean Payton put them through, again, on a day-in, day-out basis. That drive for excellence, not mediocrity. And I think Allen coming in, maybe again, wanted to, uh, maybe it's his personality, whatever it is, but he wasn't as tough as Peyton. And again, so maybe again, there was a little bit of relaxation, you know, became lax a bit within that locker room, within that organization. Not to mention some bad moves that have been made. And I'll get into that a little bit later with, again, with, with Mickey Loomis. You know, you, you have to be able to, again, uh, treat those draft picks like gold. And they have a they have a fine um, uh, scouting staff. Uh, Jeff Ireland, for the most part, has done a good job in drafting. Now we'll say this: Look, he is he is on the hook for Peyton Turner. He's on the hook for Marcus Davenport. He's on the hook for Cesar Ruiz. I mean, again, you know, these are all high picks that, and again, ultimately not panned out. I know, I know, Cesar Ruiz made second All, all Pro. Get get out of here, okay? Please, please stop, stop it. Okay? Stop it. It's going, to take, it's going to have to be another year or so of him proving again that he can play the guard position before I'll buy in. I'm not buying in yet. I've seen too many instances, again, where, again, he's missed blocks, uh, where he was supposed to be double-teaming a player, and, again, it, it, made, it, it definitely doomed a play in, into collapse. Um, but, again, that's, a, that you, that's another part of what the Saints have done, which, which I think is mistakes. You know, well, taking a player – and moving him from a position he's played his entire career in college into a different position in the pros. So, again, that makes it much more difficult for that player who's transitioning from the college game and has played a certain position when there's a comfort level to now you're learning a brand-new position. Oh, wait, wait, by the way, you're going against seasoned NFL veterans in that new position. So you're trying to learn the position, and, and, and it's a brand-new position, and then you're having to deal with, again, uh, week in, week out, against some of the top in the NFL. It, it's a hard transition. It was a hard transition for Pete when they moved him from tackle to guard. It was a hard transition for, for McCoy when they moved him from guard to center. It was a hard transition again for Ruiz when they moved from center to guard. Mind-blowing why they continue to do that, especially again on that offensive line. And that offensive line has proven this past year that it's not as good as a lot of people thought they were. And a lot of that, as I said before, and many times this program was a byproduct of Drew Brees. Breeze is a guy that, that, again, made the line calls, knew where he was going for the football, with the football quickly, and in a lot of cases made that line better. Why? 
because he couldn't get sacked because he didn't hold the ball. And also that, that, that line knew where Breeze was going to be when they were blocking. They understood he was stepping up in the pocket. So, again, they, you know, with the quarterbacks they've had now, you have no idea where they were going to be. And, of course, this past year, you know, whether, again, it was Jameis Winston, um, again, and, and, of course, you know, early not understanding where, you know, where he was going to be on the field because of his scrambling ability, uh, you know, at least early, right? Or, again, Andy Dalton, who, again, was a, uh, was a guy that was in the pocket, but once the pocket broke down, he had no ability, no escapability. And I think we all know this going forward. The next quarterback for the New Orleans Saints has to be a mobile quarterback. You know, uh, the Joe Burrows of the world are few and far between. And Joe Burrow even has the ability to get out of, out of trouble, right? You're going to have to start looking now. The NFL has transitioned to more of what the college quarterbacks are doing now with the guys that have the ability to do the RPO, guys that have the ability to, uh, to be able to run, have some escapability. And they're going to have to try to find that. The age of the pocket passer is dying. It's like a dinosaur in the NFL. So we'll see. So you have to have a, an athletic offensive line in that case because you're going to have to have a an all, uh, you have, they're going to have to be able to deal with a with a quarterback that has escapability. So I can see them going to the drawing board on this, you know. If, if, but you know, again, this team, uh, for better or for worse, this this upper management, uh, they kept their their coaching staff intact. Meaning that what? They, they believed the players were the issue. You know, they, they fire one coach. So that tells you, again, that inside that building, um, for better or for worse, they believe their coaching staff, in a lot of cases, was not the issue last year. That there were injuries and players not living up to their capability. Well, again, to me, it also comes down to motivation and, and the ability to be able to get the most out of those players. And that means discipline, motivation, fear for your job, uh, the attention to detail, all the things we didn't see out of this team this year with, the, with again, the self-inflicted wounds and mistakes that cost this team. And I'll say it again. If Sean Payton is, is on that sideline, they're winning 11 games this year. He's worth, to me, four games this year. And you tell me why? I'll tell you they're not making the mental errors that they made this year if they have a taskmaster and a motivator like Payton. Okay, and, and Allen's not that guy. That's why, again, I wasn't in favor of Allen coming back. I can't believe at this point Carl Michael's going to be calling the plays again. Uh, I, I, I've said this from the beginning. There's got to be another shooter drop here in terms of, of, again, who is going to be the offensive play caller on game day. Got no problem with Carl Michael putting the game plan together. He's been really good at that. He worked hand-in-hand hand with Peyton doing that. But I do have an issue with, again, him coming back and being the play caller and everything being status quo and all of a sudden believing that the Saints are going to be injury-free next year they're going to shed themselves of some really good players because of the salary cap where they're going to be a contender even in the worst division in the NFL. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm not all in. I saw what I needed to see. Continuity failed. And I think double down on continuity is a mistake. And uh, Mickey Loomis seems to believe that, again, that's the way to go. Look, I said it before. If this was another type of Van Gundy situation where Allen did not have long-term ties to the, to the, to the organization, I would bet they would have went in another direction. But they haven't, and they're not. And so now you've got free agency, the draft. you still got to add a few coaches here. And we'll see how this kind of plays out going forward uh, for the New Orleans Saints. But some good news today, and there haven't been a lot of good news for the Saints. Uh, that is, again, that the uh, 
NFL NFL uh, salary cap as expected going up from again 208.2 million to 224.8 million. Hey folks, so I want to introduce a brand new sponsor to our program. Um, it's a, it's a company that I've I've worked with now over the last uh, we worked together uh, a few months ago, and I've gotten to know the company pretty well. Uh, Acadium Custom Shutters. Um, not to be confused with Acadian Windows or any other, other Acadian company out there. Let me give you the phone number, 985-893-3119. They're located on the North Shore, but they cover the entire metropolitan area, North Shore, South Shore, and also, again, the Mississippi Gulf Coast. M- my wife and I w- were looking for hurricane shutters. I- I- I've talked about it a lot on the program, right? Wanted to hurricane-proof our home after Ida. Uh, we made this conscious decision we were going to do that. One of the things we wanted was, again, shutters for our windows. So I called the local companies, okay, because I wanted to keep my, monk, my money local. But to my surprise, uh, out, of, out of the blue, Acadium Custom Shutters uh, comes out. Uh, uh, we, we call them. First of all, an employee answered the phone. I didn't have to leave a message on, on an answering machine, and they were going to get back to me. And in some cases, these other local companies, they didn't get back to me in some cases for weeks, some of them set appointments and didn't even follow up on the appointments. It wasn't like that with, with Acadium Custom Shutters. Uh, Monroe, the owner of Acadium Custom Shutters, came out to our home, sat down with us, and gave us a choice of the largest selection of hurricane-rated shutters on the market. All American-made, which was important, important to us, right? Look, I wanted the Bahamas shutters. I like the look of Bahamas shutters. My wife wasn't sold, okay? She wanted, to, again, to be able to have operable louvers so for the natural light. And, and Monroe, he's talking to us at the kitchen table, right? He goes, wait, I got what you need. He heads to the truck. He comes back with this Bahama shutter with operable louvers, the best of both worlds, okay? And we were sold right there. Right then and there we were sold. That's what we looked. We had the color scheme we wanted. Uh, and, and, of course, the good thing was the honesty with Monroe. Monroe never overpromised, but he overdelivered. And that, that was one of the first thing I took away from Acadian Shutters. Acadian Custom Shutters, uh, the, their, their crews were professional. They were experienced. In just one day, they came out to our home and they changed the look of our home. I, I can't tell you how many people stopped to be able to take a look at the house after, after the, shutters, the, uh, the shutters were put up by Acadian Custom Shutters. My neighbors inquiring about where we got them. Look, I recommend Acadian Custom Shutters to everyone. They have the styles, the colors, and the shutters you're looking for. A wide selection of powder-coated aluminum products, Colonial, Bahama, with oper- operable louvers, hurricane roll-downs, accordions, lexicon uh, panels, also specializing patio covers. If you're looking to enhance that yard, your look, again, extend that, maybe extend that, that yard, they got that for you, screen enclosures, motorized interior, exterior rollers and awnings. And then, of course, if you're looking indoors for the finest window coverings, they got you covered at Acadium Custom Shutters. Interior plantation shutters, Roman shades, draperies. Acadium Custom Shutters is truly a one-stop shop uh, for your needs when you're looking for shutters indoor or outdoor for your home. Knowledgeable. The customer service was second to none. The selection, again, no one, no one beats the selection in this metropolitan area. And then the price. Throw in locally owned and operated. Come on. Serving the South Shore, the North Shore, the Mississippi Gulf Coast, it's Acadian Custom Shutters. 985-893-3119. Let me give you that number again. 985-893-3119. And if you call today, uh, there's 10% off spring, uh, a spring sale, uh, but you got to hurry. That ends February the 20th, so you get 10% off. I'm telling you, 
If you're looking for custom shutters, whether, again, it is indoor or outdoor, maybe, again, uh, as I mentioned, uh, maybe looking for to enhance that living space outdoors with patio covers, uh, I would not make that, I would not sign that contract with any other company till you have Monroe and my friends at Acadium Custom Shutters come out and show you what they can do for you. That's Acadium Custom Shutters, locally owned and operated. 985-893-3119. Okay, we'll be right back. It is the uh, Hendricks. Uh, today's program is brought to you by Hendricks Junior Gin. I'm your host, Eric Asher. And, uh, of course, uh, we'll, we'll have uh, uh, less East when we get back. Don't move. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You might not have the biggest garage on the block, but with eBay Motors, there's 122 million parts right at your fingertips, whatever you need. There's something that fits your vehicle. Air filters, tires, seat covers, and more. Get the right parts at the right prices. ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save at a fair price, and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. 
Celebrate the start of your day the local way with New Orleans Roast Coffee. We've got a brand new look with the same great premium taste. Try our chocolate beignet blend with flavors of rich chocolate and classic New Orleans beignets. Pick up some today at your local grocer. New Orleans Roast Coffee, a true taste of New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, heating system on the blink. Maybe you need help with your air conditioning system. Burkhardt has 15 trucks and a few on 30-minute courtesy call. A company you can trust truly is my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. All right, Les East joins us on the program. Les, how are you, my friend? Doing well, Eric. How are you? Doing great. Les, before we get started, tell the folks about uh, your book. Again, folks that may be looking for something to read and also, again, um, how they can find you uh, at, uh, at both of the, uh, the places where you're writing. Yeah, thanks, Eric. The book is uh, Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes, and you can find it online at the, all the major platforms, Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com, etc. Uh, and my uh, daily stuff uh, shows up at CrescentCitySports.com, with a little bit of everything, Saints, Pelicans, LSU, Tulane. And then Saturday Down South, I cover uh, mostly LSU and occasionally uh, Mississippi State or Ole Miss. Let's talk about the Pels now lose of, of eight straight. They've dropped to eighth in the West. They're 26 and 25. Look, to me, the biggest problem right now is you haven't had your two superstars. And I think, again, the, the, the other teams have gotten a little bit of a book on these young players. Uh, again, they're, they're trying, you know, when, when they get extended minutes, they're maybe trying to do more than, again, uh, than, than within, within their game. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why, but to me, I think injuries is the main reason why we've seen them in this free fall. You've seen every game like myself. Your thoughts? Well, I agree. I mean, all of the issues that they have originate from the absence of Williamson and Ingram. And even with Ingram back, he could tell he wasn't quite himself after a 29-game absence. Uh, started off better Saturday night against the Wizards, and then um, they didn't shoot very well after the first quarter. And then they gave him last night off after a back-to-back. So, you know, he's not back to normal by any means, and Williamson's going to be gone for at least another week. Uh, but that's where it all starts from. You're right. Uh, opponents are starting to get a, a handle on wh- how they've been playing without those two guys. A lot of young players are being asked to play more minutes than they used to in and out of the starting lineup, depending on who's available on any given night. And uh, there's inconsistency there. And I think it's not just the absence of the big two, although that's the main thing, but you've had Herb Jones has been in and out of the lineup, Najee Marshall out of the lineup, Jose Alvarado missed a little bit of time. And so guys are being asked to, to start one game, come off the bench the next, maybe play different positions on different nights and have a different place in the rotation. And so there's just no continuity there. Uh, beyond what they're missing with, uh, you know, an all-star starter and another all-star caliber player. With that said, the trading deadline is a couple weeks away. Uh, the, the Pels are rumored to be uh, looking at Bondanovich, maybe a couple other players. How critical do you think now with, again, having these injuries to, um, to Zion and B.I., is it to be able to add another score, maybe another rebound to the mix? Yeah, if, if they could add uh, another solid piece to the rotation at the right price, that that would be very helpful. But the the thing they have to be careful of, and I'm sure David Griffin's not going to uh, make this mistake, but the, they they can't overreact to the mm-hmm. the roster they have at this moment. 
and go and get someone uh, as though they're not going to have these two guys back because there's still going to be a team built around Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. And so you don't want to go and make a big trade and give up a lot of assets to bring in somebody that you're not really going to need when those two guys are back. So I'm sure they're going to be very uh, active in pursuing all their options, but they also have to be disciplined in in making the right move and not overreacting to the the, short-term situation. And chemistry is also an issue. You have great chemistry on this team right now. You don't need to bring in someone also that can maybe mess up that chemistry as well. Yeah, that's a major consideration. When they went out and got C.J. McCollum last year, uh, they got the perfect guy from a leadership standpoint as well as his skills. And Larry Nance Jr. also was a perfect fit uh, in the locker room. And so you, you definitely don't want to mess with that. That's one of their biggest strengths. And uh, so there are a lot of possibilities, you know, a lot of speculation out there. You can always look at the, you know, the shiny new object you might be able to get. But in the end, you have to be very disciplined in looking at uh, the chemistry situation and what the yes. long-term prospects are for this roster when everybody gets healthy. And uh, sometimes the best trade you make is the one you don't make. Uh, I 100% agree. Although I do think that, again, with the situation right now, not being able to be able to count on these two guys for an entire season, maybe adding another solid veteran, especially that can score, can really help this team. I do want to shift to Sean Payton. Looks like Arizona and Denver now are the two teams that, again, if there's going to be a move made this season, it will be one of those two franchises. Uh, first of all, do you think there's a dark horse out there? Maybe Houston comes back in. There. Looks like D'Amico Ryan's going to be their guy. Um, and, and, and then, of course, uh, as, as just a follow-up to that, uh, if it doesn't happen this year, do you think that's an issue for the New Orleans Saints? Why don't you take it from here? Well, uh, I don't think there's a dark horse. Uh, I, I think Denver and Arizona are the only two that, that appear to still be in the mix. And Denver, I think if that were going to happen, it probably would have already happened unless Sean felt like going to interview with Arizona might be able to uh, drive up the price or the other uh, assets from Denver in the negotiations. Uh, Arizona, I'm not sure how Sean Payton feels about Kyla Murray long-term and uh, whether that's the type of ownership situation he's going to feel comfortable with. So I'm not sure either one of those is going to work out. I I think if he were going to find a place he was going to be comfortable with for next year, he probably would have already found it and cut a deal. That doesn't mean it can't happen, but I think – this far into the situation, it's unlikely uh, that he's going to be coaching this year. Now, next year, it gets a little trickier for the Saints because all of a sudden, then you're down to a year uh, where he's under contract, and teams can and and Sean himself can look at it and say, "Well, if we wait one more year, then we don't have any compensation to give up." But at the same time, all it takes is one team that really wants him. That's an attractive situation. Um, to, to go after him next year, and then the Saints are still sitting in a good position for compensation. So I think next year potentially is a little bit weaker hand for the Saints, uh, but it, not necessarily. Unless maybe, again, the two L.A. teams come aboard, come, come, come free, maybe Dallas is, comes free, and maybe Chicago comes free, which is a possibility. And then all of a sudden those are four cities where you say uh, – I'm sorry, three cities that you say, well – well, you know, that's, that, those are the three places he might want to live and maybe four franchises that he wouldn't mind going to. 
Yeah, and I think chances are with, with the, the amount of turnover you have in the NFL each year that at, at least two of those four situations are going to open up, and that's all the Saints need really to to drive the the competition to a place where they get um, the type of compensation they're looking for. I, I've felt all along, and I think we talked about this on the TV show, that mm-hmm. a, uh, a, a possibility that's not been talked about enough is Chicago because they are going to have a coach. He's going to be uh, coaching for his job next year. Sean's a big uh, NFL historian. He knows that's one of the best uh, franchises in the history of the NFL. I think he would consider it an honor to coach for them. He's from Naperville, Illinois, right outside right. of Chicago. So I, I think that that situation, were it to come open, would have uh, pretty much everything he would be looking for in any job. Yeah, I would agree. Salary cap goes up from uh, $208.2 million, $208. million to $224.8 million. Really good news for the Saints. Well, I guess that's $16 million less for them to cut. So, yep. yeah, that, that, that's helpful. You know, they still have to cut more than any other team in the NFL. Um, you know, I, I'm, I don't know the exact number. I guess it would be around 35 57.1 is, is what I saw this morning that, that, after the 16 has been uh, deducted. Okay, well, that's even more than I thought. So mm-hmm. they still have a lot of work to do. But, yeah, every little bit helps. But, you know, this whole off season, you know, we can speculate about the draft. We can speculate about trades. What are they going to do at quarterback? All this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But their hands are tied until they get rid of $57 million in salary. And yep. not only does that have to happen to get them in position to start adding players, that's going to require significant subtractions talent-wise. So when they get around to adding personnel in the spring, they are going to have a a significantly weaker roster than they have today because of the salary cap. Yep. That's why, again, this is a huge draft for them going forward in in terms of, again, adding players that, again, are inexpensive uh, that can can, – uh, that, that can come in and play for them and, and play and play well. So we'll see how that plays out. One, one more question for you. Uh, the, the loss uh, of, um, of Ryan Nielsen to the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, that's significant. Uh, Ryan Nielsen was one of the best coaches they've had on this staff throughout the, the Peyton tenure. He hasn't been here the whole time, but if you look at everybody who's been here, he's near the top of the class. Uh, they developed a lot of young defensive linemen with him as their position coach. Very smart guy, very innovative, and uh, it's a big loss for them. But you know they can replace him. They have, uh, <coughs> excuse me, if, if Chris Richard uh, sticks around, he'd be a viable replacement. If he goes elsewhere, I would think Michael Hodges, the linebackers coach, would be worthy of a look. So it's a big loss, but it, uh, it, it's someone who can be replaced because there are a lot of good young coaches out there. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for your time. Sorry for coming to you a little late today. If you would, tell the folks once again how they can follow you on social media and how they can check out all your great articles. Yeah, thanks, Eric. Uh, CrescentCitySports.com. Uh, and, and, you know, by the way, we didn't talk about it, LeBron James could break the all-time NBA scoring record inside right. the King Center on Saturday night. So mm-hmm. I'll probably be writing about that one way or another. Uh, Saturday down south and uh, – Folks can find me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter at less underscore East. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate your time as always. Thanks, Eric. There he goes. Less East. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. 
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. If you've been injured in a crash and the insurance company is forcing you to play defense, it's easy to make the wrong move. Don't let them cost you a big win. Demand Dudley DeBosier, the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. It could be a game-changing decision. Supporting the Saints, fighting for Saints fans, that's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22-13581. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Get an early jump on St. Patrick's Day by catching Irish American Celtic band Flogging Molly performing their punk hits this Friday night at the Fillmore above Harris Casino. Or for a great Mardi Gras party, grab a costume and head on Friday night to the Joy Theater for Carnivoid, featuring performances by the Iceman Special as well as Government Magic. For Mardi Gras parade maps and more ideas on what to do this carnival season, pick up the new issue of Where You At Magazine at restaurants, coffee shops, and retail outlets all over town. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. In the market for a new air conditioning heating system for your home or your business, don't sign that contract with any other company to call my friends at Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. 
giving you the best service in the business. Of course, again, certified technicians that, again, know how to install your system. So, again, if you're looking for that new system for your home or business, commercial, industrial, residential, think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Go with the company I've trusted over 30 years. That's Burkhardt. Today's program brought to you by Henrik Stipchenia Gin. Again, only on the shelves to March of 23. Make sure that, uh, again, you have Henrik's Gin for the big game and also for the upcoming Mardi Gras parades. Henrik's Stipchenia Gin, available at your favorite spirit store. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim.
Here's our man, Eric Asher. Hour number two inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6, 106.1 FM NASH icon on your radio dial. Today's program brought to you by our friends at Hendrix Neptunia Gin, part of the portfolio of Hendrix, but just a short period that you can get Hendrix Neptunia Gin. It's only available to March of 2023. Then it'll be off the shelves forever. Again, much like uh, Midsummer Solstice and Lunar, uh, highest selling limited edition spirit in the super premium gin category. And uh, why wouldn't it be? The, 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 the flavor profile is ex- ex- outstanding. Notes of coastal freshness balanced with uh, fresh notes of, of citrus, alluring juniper character lengthened by deep earthly notes of locally sourced sea, Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and unmistakable crisp citrus finish. Uh, this limited edition uh, Henrik's Gin can be found at your favorite spirit store. Uh, get it now. It's only around till March of 2023. It'll be a collector's item, much like, again, Midsummer Solstice and Lunar, something you're going to want to be able to display on your favorite bar. Uh, but also, again, uh, to maybe bring to, you know, the upcoming party for the big game or maybe Mardi Gras. Uh, folks coming in uh, to your home for the Mardi Gras celebration. Uh, reach for Hendrix Neptunia Gin and only around till March of 2023. Well, a lot to get into. I want to thank uh, Les East for joining us on the program uh, in the first hour. Uh, Larry Holder joins at 535. Pelicans really struggling right now. Eight straight losses, 26 and 25. They're eighth in the West. Uh, since Zion went out, the Pelicans have been kind of outed a bit. And I talked a little bit with it less earlier today. Um, first of all, there's not many teams in the NFL, uh, sorry, in the NBA that continue to win with both their superstars out, right? I mean, so that, that's a given. Okay, when you lose the talent of a Brandon Ingram and a Zion, it's hard to overcome that. Okay, especially over the extended period of time we've seen both guys out. I mean, between, again, Zion out early uh, and then, then coming back and then, then, of course, now B.I. out for, what, two months with the toe and now Zion out again. Now, I think Zion will be back, as I said before. Uh, he's going to be looked at in another week. It'll be 12 days before the, um, uh, the All-Star game. He's been, again, voted as, the, again, the, the, the starter in the All-Star game for the West, uh, and we, as we talked about on Friday. So I, I truly believe that if he's healthy, he's going to be back. He's going to play those games before the All-Star break, and then he's going to go to the All-Star game and get involved in the game. How much he plays, who knows? Uh, but it's hard. I mean, you know, uh, you throw in the rest days for, for C.J. McCollum, um, uh, uh, Valentunas has been an Iron Man. He's, he's played every single game, uh, and and the Pels who have they have great depth. We're exposed a bit. Look, I said it before. This depth is complementary depth for the most part because it's again it, it is young depth, and guys that are still growing as players. And you know this team is built around two really two guys for the most part, and it's Zion and Brandon Ingram. But again, you can you can tip the cap as far as part of that with with CJ and 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 and, and Valentunas being huge pieces. But when you take away two of those, okay, or in some cases three of those players, you're asking too much of, again, a, a young, the young Pelicans to carry this team. So, you know, I said this last week, and I'll say it again. Losing players like Zion and Brandon Ingram for long stretches forces bench players to play more minutes, okay? And that can only be sustained for a short period of time, okay, because increased minutes expose weaknesses in the games of those players. Uh, they try to then do too much. You know, one thing we're seeing is 17 turnovers a game, you know. The turnovers have been a killer. But also the inability to put the ball in the basket consistently. Um, look, I said this, this This goes. This is for every sport that's out there. Film is the great equalizer, okay. Teams have a book on the Pelicans' backups. 
So then they're, now they're trying to take away their, their games, okay, their, their comfort zones, so to speak, and make them do other things. Uh, defense, rebounding, uh, they suffered, okay, during this stretch. Scoring the basketball has been difficult at times, but turnovers are the thing that really are killing them. Now, look, it's hard to overcome uh, when the Greek freak gets 50 on you, right? It just is. And there's nobody on the court that can take him because, again, he's an enigma. But you can counter that when you have Brandon Ingram and you have Zion on the floor and you have C.J. McCollum on the floor. Uh, the, the, the Pels had no counterpunch last night. Um, I think Griffin's got to be active. Um, and not so much subtracting from your roster, okay? Now, there, there are some players that, again, that maybe like a Collis Temple you could throw in there. Um, to me, uh, Graham is a guy that should be on the trading block for this team. Um, and, and even as much as I like him and I like his upside, he just hasn't grown as much as the other players are. Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes with another team, athletic, can flourish. And he could be a chip that maybe someone would want. But also, again, the future picks. The Pels have future first-round picks, okay? They have the Bucks' first-round picks. You don't want to fool the pick swap from the, from the Lakers this year. But they also have, again, a, a myriad of second-round picks as well. They have their own first-round pick. The, the Pels are stacked with picks. I mean, look, they're not Oklahoma City stacked with picks, but they're, they're, they're stacked with picks. So, to me, that may be something, again, that maybe having to give up a Grammar or a Hayes, maybe a Kyle's Temple to make it work with the, with the money, right? And then going out and get a Badanovich or maybe another player. They need a rebounding and they need scoring for the stretch run. And they need to have insurance in case, again, Ingram or Zion goes down again. They've got to have another player there that can, that can again, that can help C.J. McCollum and these young players. Valanciunas got to throw him in there because he's been an Iron Man to maybe, again, continue to be able to win. Um, but what ails the Pelicans is easy. It's Zion and Brandon Ingram back on the court, okay? Uh, finding a way to, again, uh, as I said in the second half of the season, a way to get them on the court, getting them playing, uh, but also limiting the minutes, minutes of Valanciunas and C.J. McCollum in the second half of the season because they've had to expend so much energy in the first half of the season. So post-All-Star break, you can't, you can't allow these two guys to break down either. They've been carrying the team because of the injuries to Zion and Brandon Ingram. But, again, it also shows now, especially, again, with Ingram and, and Zion out, there, there still needs to be a roster upgrade. It still needs a roster tweak here. Um, Brandon Ingram and Zion can't be counted on to stay healthy and are prone to go out for long stretches, of, 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 which, again, uh, takes this team from, again, one, one, a team that's in the top four of the West to a team that is, again, a, a playing team. And it's, it's hard to really say that because, again, but again, when this team was playing with Zion on the floor, when, when everybody was on the floor, okay, they, they played exceptional. Even with Zion on the floor, he was able to carry this team. They were in first place, first or second place. But do you lose Brandon Ingram and Zion? And we've seen this free fall now. And, uh, again, I'm, I'm sure that Griff, uh, Trajan Langdon, are, are now looking at this and saying, okay, how do we upgrade this roster without depleting this roster and still have the good chemistry they have within that locker room where, again, they get along so well. Uh, I, I did say last week, look, these young players are getting a lot of playing time. It's going to make them better for the stretch run. But you need your big guns back. And that's the reason why we're seeing this team that, that's in the issue that it is right now. Uh, and, uh, it, it, you know, it is what it is as far as that goes. Hey, don't forget again about my friends over at uh, Dave Miet Insurance. Um, you know, the, the legislature is going into special session right now to try to attract new insurance companies to the, to, to the, um, to the state. $45 million in a slush fund. 
Uh, all I can tell you is this. Damien Insurance will go above and beyond to try to get you the best coverage for the best price. They can search over 50 companies as an independent insurance agent to make sure they get you the best uh, price for, for your insurance. Um, to find out more, go to D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. Call Dave at 504-556-0809. Or remember, you can set up a meeting with him at his uh, office on Veterans Next to Shogun. Uh, because he's an independent insurance agency, he has the ability to be able to search 50 companies and more for the best coverage. And look, goes above and beyond. Uh, doesn't just take your money and you never hear from him again. He's a hands-on insurance agent. So if you're looking for somebody that's got your back uh, before and after a catastrophe or a problem, okay, it's Dave Miet. That's 504-556-0809. That's Dave Miet Insurance. Um, the Sean Payton sweepstakes. I want to get into that for a moment. Um, Arizona and Denver are still alive for Payton. We know this. Um, the... Especially, again, if D'Amico Ryans gets the Houston job. And it looks like he is. Okay, it looks like he is. Um, a lot of people are, are, are freaking out because both Arizona and Denver are, are, are either going with second um, or, or interviewing other candidates or maybe a second round of, um, of interviews with candidates. If I'm the Saints, I'm not worried about a damn thing. Okay? You still control Peyton's rights next year, and it is what it is. Now, there's a report out there that the holdup is the Saints' asking price. It's too high with, again, reportedly two number one picks. Uh, you know where that's coming from, right? Um, you, you guys are small, savvy enough to know exactly where that's coming from, right? That's coming from Peyton's camp. Once again, trying to manipulate the market. Remember, I don't hear anybody complain about Peyton, again, asking for a record-breaking contract. You hear that? Is that out there? Okay, nobody's saying anything about that. I, you know, a team's going, well, no, no, Peyton's too pricey. We can't do No. This is Peyton's camp putting that out there with the two number one picks, okay? Uh, we haven't heard anything about Peyton's price point. So I will say this right now. Disregard the Peyton's camp trying to manipulate the market, okay, by again saying that, again, the two first-round picks are too expensive. That's exactly what Mickey Loomis needs to be doing. Um, look, if he doesn't get an odd job this offseason, I just talked about it with Les East. I think both L.A. teams will come up, up next year, okay? I think you're going to look at Dallas. Uh, is a good possibility if they don't go to the Super Bowl, okay, and, and Chicago. These are all teams I think would covet Peyton, and I think all cities or franchises that Peyton would love to go to. The Saints still hold the cards. I will say this. I don't have a lot of faith in Mickey Loomis, okay? I don't. I just don't, okay? Um, so far, post-Peyton, he hasn't done well. First of all, let me just say this. He is a below 500 general manager pre- and post-Payton. You look at his body of work, take the Payton years out, and he is a below 500 general manager. Losing Ryan Nielsen last, uh, the last, last week was, was a huge loss for the Saints. Okay, Hell of a defensive line coach, up-and-coming defensive coordinator, and to go to the Falcons of all teams. I've been saying it how long, ladies and gentlemen, on this program, on my TV show. You have to elevate and protect your best and brightest. Peyton did it. He elevated and protect Nielsen. Loomis let him walk to a division rival in the Falcons. Okay? When you look at this situation right now, the best and brightest are on the coach's office, on the coach's staff in the front office, especially with a team right now, knowing that Peyton may get another job, Knowing that, again, that, that, that uh, with, with a losing season this year, there may be opportunities to be able to pick some of these guys off. It was incumbent upon, upon Loomis to make sure that didn't happen. How do you do it? You can't block these guys. You have to increase their, either, either again, um, uh, give them a 
a, 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 a stronger title, move them up in the organization, more money. All these things, again, feel to block them from going elsewhere. He didn't do that. So now he's lost a top young assistant to a division rival. Add salt to the wound. Again, it's the Atlanta Falcons. Go back to the draft of last year. I've talked about it over and over again. Uh, the picks, the draft picks for Alave, a 2022 first-round pick, a 2023 second-round pick, was the 10th overall uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles, a 2024 second-round pick, a 20, two 2022 third-round picks, a 2022 fourth-round pick for the 16th and 19th pick, the 19th pick in, in last year's draft. Okay, and then gave up more draft capital to Washington to move up five spots to get Olave, and then picked and then picked up uh, Penning at 19. So he overpays for Olave and Penning to, and Penning in that trade. Okay, they need a quarterback. They don't do that last year. Okay, then they, they're in a situation where they got the tenth overall pick. They're within striking distance of moving up and getting a young quarterback or standing pat and getting one. They don't have that. They don't have that option now this year. Meanwhile, Philly's laughing all the way to the bank right now. They got the 10th overall pick, and they're in the Super Bowl. Okay? I mean, come on. Um, they got fleeced by Philly again with this, in the C.J. Gardner deal. Think about that. C.J. Gardner-Johnson deal. Fifth-round pick, and the worst of Philly's six-round six picks is what the Saints got. And they had to send a seventh-round sweeten into Philly to make the deal work. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. C.J. Gardner-Johnson was worth a second-round pick in a trade. He would have been worth a third-round pick in a compensatory pick if you just kept him around and didn't, and didn't send him elsewhere. Then, again, not having the wherewithal to understand the guy can play safety, not having that vision, okay? I mean, Saints got throwaway picks for him, had to sweeten the deal with Philly with a seven-round pick. Philadelphia owns Loomis. They own him right now. The other, uh, another mortal sin? Letting Latavius Murray get out the door, okay, on, on a, because of a procedural mistake. They didn't preserve his rights, okay, because of a procedural uh, deal com- coming off, again, the, uh, the, 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 the practice squad. Instead, they protected a, a, a four-string quarterback that wasn't even with the team after that week. Ridiculous. Saints never replaced him throughout the season. They needed a big back all year long. They didn't do anything to replace him. One mistake after another. So Loomis, again, in, in now with his back against the wall, has to get maximum value for Peyton. And if that means letting him sit another year, that means letting him sit another year. I'll say it again. Under Loomis, general managership, pre and post Peyton, this team is below 500 and the drafts have been abysmal. Abysmal. And now not protecting assets like Nielsen, Hodges, Ireland, Harley, Parrington, to me is a fireable offense. Instead, he keeps Allen and Carmichael in place. I mean, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. He keeps, Allen, he keeps Allen and Carmichael in place, but lets Nielsen go. Possibly, again, uh, well, um, um, you know, may lose his other assistant, uh, uh, his other co- co-defensive coordinator before it's all said and done. Just, again, it just, it just reeks of mediocrity, ladies and gentlemen. It just reeks of mediocrity. And it's unfortunate because um, this is a really good coach. And Nielsen, who's going to come in. First of all, he knows everything the Saints are going to do, right, on defense. He knows their offense. He knows the players. And he'll be able to cherry pick the players he wants. And one of the things you want to make sure is, again, that you're, you're, you're holding on to your best and brightest. And uh, at some point during the Peyton era, they weren't able to do that, right? They've had some other, play, other guys go elsewhere. But right now means more than ever, holding on to your, to, to your best assets, both on the field, in the front office, and the coaching staff. And Loomis up to this point 
uh, has failed miserably, absolutely miserably. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at um, over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, it doesn't matter where you live. If you're looking for a set of tires or a set of rims for your vehicle, largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. And, and I'll tell you right now, a great selection of rims for you. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches, and you can finance that over time if you'd like. ASC certified technicians using the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, you can get that over at Southern Tire. Again, also, again, you got the Piazza family standing behind their work. 51 years in business since 1972, taking care of New Orleanians' vehicles. Whether it's a fleet account or your own personal account, uh, your, own, your own personal vehicle, if it's um, out of warranty, bring it on over to Southern Tire. The same, again, diagnostic equipment you get the dealership without those dealership sticker shock prices. And, of course, open for you. Monday from, through Friday from 8 to 6, so they're open late. Then on Saturdays from 8 to 3. That's, again, Monday through Saturday, available for, for you to bring your vehicle in. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or go to southerntire.com. Check out all the services they provide for their customers at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Um, be interesting to see, again, how the Senior Bowl goes this week. Uh, this is a huge Senior Bowl for the Saints. Uh, this is one, again, with the, with the limited amount of picks they have this year. Uh, and maybe hopefully, again, making a deal for Sean Payton and, and, uh, and adding to those picks. They have to be able to bring in young talent. Hopefully, again, that's something that's going to happen. Uh, and they've got some coaches that are coaching, uh, again, within the senior bowl, as I mentioned, in the first hour. Uh, and that's going to go a long way in, again, identifying some of the players that they need. Now, one thing you don't need is to lose Ireland or, again, um, or, uh, or Parrington or something along those lines or, or some of the scouts. Uh, during this time. Hopefully Loomis is doing his homework here and doing something to be able to hold on to those guys. So a, a one-of-a-kind thing for LSU w- w- was, was announced uh, recently. LSU is launching the Bayou Collectives f- uh, of fans. Uh, well, Bayou Collectives where fans can make donations uh, to the LSU uh, athletic programs on a subscription-based platform. Now, this is for NIL, okay, name, image, and likeness um, for the LSU athletes. Uh, you can be a, as, as little as $10 a month to, again, $50,000 a year uh, with this LSU's uh, Bayou Collectives uh, that, that, uh, that, that has uh, now been, been uh, released uh, by the LSU football, I'm sorry, by the LSU athletic program. Now, this is different from a lot of people have heard of the Go Enterprises Collective, right, which was set up last year for wealthy private donors to be able to give to the athletic program. Uh, in this case, this is kind of for the – you know, there's the common fan that wants to get involved and, again, maybe helping out, donating. A little bit different, a little different from the TAF that handled a lot of the, um, uh, the facilities and helping give to the facilities uh, up, up at LSU. This is uh, now for giving directly to NIL a pool of money to be able to, again, take care of the athletes at LSU. So uh, there's been fans in the past that said, well, how can I get involved? How can I make sure that we don't lose athletes? Well, now you have a chance. This Bayou Collective's um, subscription-based platform uh, will give you the opportunity to give as little as you want, as much as you want, uh, on a monthly to yearly basis to be able to, again, help LSU uh, be able to uh, hold on uh, to the, the athletes they have and to be able to attract some of the best athletes out there uh, for, for, their, for their athletic programs. And, and some really good news also for, uh, for Tulane. 
Uh, Troy Dannon coming out recently talking about, again, an indoor practice facility, upgrading the facilities at, at Tulane on, on the back of, again, this Cotton Bowl win by the Tulane football, which, again, is, as I mentioned before, that wave has lifted all uh, the, the athletic programs uh, at Tulane now. Uh, and this is, this is the best news I've heard from Tulane in maybe a few decades. Uh, that, first of all, uh, the administration seems to be, again, all in. Uh, Dannon, uh, again, along with, uh, with uh, Willie Fritz out there, you know, be- uh, beating the bushes for donors. And one thing we've known about Tulane through, again, our entire lives living here is the deep-pocketed alumni they have. You know, not just those that live in the city that, you know, we've said for years that, you know, if you go to Tulane and, and you get a degree from Tulane, that, again, the, the, the doors that open up here in New Orleans and south Louisiana for you because of Tulane graduates. But not just that. Again, some of the deep-pocketed alumni that live all over the country, especially the northeast part of the country, uh, that now will have an opportunity to be able to give uh, not just to NIL and the collectives there to be able to allow Tulane to be able to compete uh, against other, other uh schools, but also now upgrading the facilities, which means so much in terms of the arms race that we see now in college athletics. Uh, you have to have an indoor practice facility. You've got to have a top-notch weight room. You've got to have, again, these, um, um, uh, these facilities for the student-athletes to be able to gather, uh, the meeting rooms, etc. It's got to be top-notch. And, and now there seems to be a move afoot to be able to do that at, at Tulane. And if you're, if you're a Tulane fan, you've got to be excited about it. Now, I have not heard of anything like a Bayou Collective for Tulane, uh, you know, in terms of, again, a subscription-based platform for NIL. But um, obviously, again, I've got to believe Dannon is, 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 a, is a sharp dude. And if that's something that's possible, maybe that's something that comes along. But we do know, again, they've got deep, top-pocketed alumni at Tulane that now seem to be willing to be able to give to the athletic programs on the, on the heels of, again, the success of the football program this year. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be talking about that a lot on this program going forward. But it's a new day for Tulane Athletics. And uh, a, a day that, again, a lot of Tulane fans should be excited about uh, going forward. All right, folks, again, uh, don't forget about my friends over at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator for your home or your business, and why wouldn't you be? Especially today when, when you're talking about the grid compromise here in South Louisiana. Uh, I'm going to just talk about tropical events. I'm talking about any time of the day or night where your electricity can go out for no reason at all. Uh, and, and, and now it's become a prerequisite for you, uh, if you're a homeowner or a business owner, to make sure you've got a generator for your home or your business. And at Burkhart, they're your generator sales and service experts. They can finance that generator for you over time. They'll do that one new install quality check after one month, making sure that, again, you know how to operate it. We're sending a, uh, one of um, the, the, the crack members of the, of the uh, generator staff over at Burkhardt to your home or your business. And then, of course, uh, Jason Burkhardt, sitting down with you, doing a consultation, find out what you need in terms of a generator, and then, of course, putting you on the calendar for a single-day install. At Burkhardt, they take care of everything for you, planning, permits, inspections. Their dedicated generator team are experts. Uh, and, of course, they have Generac generators in stock right now, ready to be installed at your home or your business. Uh, they'll not only a single-day install, but 24-7, 365 emergency service, and also maintaining that generator for you all throughout the year. Got to maintain it like a car engine, so maintain that for you. Uh, Generac generators and Burkhardt, they, again, if you're looking for one, Call Burkhart now. They're available for you and get you on the calendar right now for a single-day install. Uh, again, increase the property value and your peace of mind with a Generac generator from Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's A-C-P. 
Promise.com. Today's program brought to you by our friends at Henry's of Tunia Gym. It's Mardi Gras time in the city. The big game's just a couple of weeks away. You're stocking up that liquor cabinet for the, for the parties. Hey, man, make sure, again, you, you go out and, and, again, wow your guests with Henry Septunia Gin. Uh, one-of-a-kind gin that's only on the market to March of 2023, part of the portfolio of William Grant. And, of course, Henrik's Gin, Leslie Gracie, the uh, uh, master distiller for Henrik's Gin, once again comes up with this incredible product uh, that, again, that uh, is really taking the super premium gin category by storm. So if you're looking to, uh, again, wow your guests, do it with Hendrix Neptunia Gin uh, this upcoming Mardi Gras season or for the big game. That's Hendrix Neptunia Gin, available at your spirit store until March of 2023. We'll be right back with Larry Holder of The Athletic. Don't move. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You might not have the biggest garage on the block, but with eBay Motors, there's 122 million parts right at your fingertips, whatever you need. There's something that fits your vehicle. Air filters, tires, seat covers, and more. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Look out for an accident on 10 eastbound right at the Almanac. The Louisa exit and delays a solid on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high-rise. 10 westbound, your delays a solid right at Clearview. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays a solid from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And on the westbound side, right at Canal Boulevard. If you're traveling along the eastbound side of the Crescent City Connection, your delays are steady from just before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. And on the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway, your backups are steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Look out for accidents Hain Boulevard at Unity Drive, also North Claiborne at Tupelo, and Shirley Drive at General de Gaulle. I'm at Robinson, broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Don't forget about my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding, 504-861-ROOF, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured. And, of course, a member of the BB, been, uh, Mar- Marty Scoggins, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over two decades. That's right. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by the Shingo manufacturers. That allows their customers to qualify for the manufacturer's extended, war- extended warranty program. And, of course, my good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable, and he stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Look, they put a shingle on my roof roof that is the most wind-resistant shingle on the market. Also, worked with my insurance adjuster to make sure that, again, that, again, the insurance company bought the roof when, again, multiple adjusters said no. Marty Scoggins got on that roof, spoke the language to the adjuster, and, again, lo and behold, again, we got a brand-new roof. At Suburban Roofing, again, they have skilled crews that are experts in all types of roofs. doesn't matter what type of roof you have in home, your home or business. And, again, we'll even hand-nail your roof, which is a lost art when it comes to, again, roofing uh, in, uh, roofing in, in the roofing industry. Everybody wants to hit you with that hydraulic gun, pop, 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 and move on to the next job. The attention to detail is second to none when it comes to my friends at Suburban Roofing. Hey, I'll just say this to you. A lot, of, a lot of roofing contractors out there. Some of those are storm chasers. Some of those are homegrown. But don't sign that contract with any other company until you call my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding. That's Marty Scoggins at Suburban Roofing and Siding. 504-861-ROOF. That's 504-861-ROOF. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. 
Avenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com that's acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast, even if your symptoms feel mild. Ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit TreatCOVID19.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by Hendricks and Tunia Gin. Only on the market to March of 2023. An excellent uh, gin. Again, a flavor unlike anything you've ever tasted in the gin category. Uh, whether you go, you're stocking up for the big game or, again, for the Mardi Gras season, uh, entice your guests. Uh, treat them to, again, uh, a flavor profile unlike any other. It's Hendrix Neptunia Gin, all part of the uh, portfolio of William Grant and, of course, the Hendrix portfolio. But, again, remember, limited edition, only on those shelves until March of 2023. When it's gone, it's gone. Joining us in the program now, our good friend Larry Holder of The Athletic. I've said this before, The Athletic, to me, is one of the best publications out there. Not just on a local level, we got some great writers, but on the national, international level, some of the greatest writers we have in all the sports business write for The Athletic. Uh, subscribe to The Athletic, and, of course, if you do that, uh, do it under Larry's byline. Larry will get credit for that. Again, that helps Larry. That helps, again, keeping The uh, Athletic alive here in New Orleans as well. And, of course, Larry joins us on the program uh, on Mondays. Larry, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you today? Doing good, Larry. Doing good. Um, Larry, before, before we get started, tell the folks uh, again a little bit about The Athletic, as I did, and, of course, how folks can follow you on social media, and let's jump into it. Absolutely. At Larry Holder on Twitter, and then, uh, yeah, I'm covering the NFL. I've been doing that for about a year and a half now, uh, you know, after a long stint to covering the Saints and uh, other local sports uh, for The Athletic and the Times Pick Union and such. So, uh, but, yeah, look, go check out all, all of our work, uh, theathletic.com. NFL and look, we're 
neck deep in Super Bowl now. I mean, certainly uh, some uh, some wild matchups that happened yesterday, and of course, moving into the off season, we're all over the coaching searches. Of course, uh, involving Sean Payton as well. So, uh, theAthletic.com slash NFL. Let's start with Sean Payton. Um, again, nothing has happened as of now in terms of Payton, again, taking another job. Uh, it looks like Arizona and Denver are the last two standing right now. Uh, it looks like Houston may go with D'Amico Ryans, although, again, I don't think that is, um, uh, that is uh, definite. But with that said, uh, what are your thoughts on – because he talked about uh, on the Fox show this week that he thinks things will kind of, um, uh, will kind of shake out this week in terms of, again, uh, where he may or may not land. Yeah, I, I definitely think we're going to have some more movement uh, than we've had uh, coming this week because now you've kind of gone through second rounds of interviews, and if you're looking to maybe interview other coaches uh, from some of the teams that just lost in the NFC and AFC championship game, that could happen as well. Um, and so when you look at it in that sense, uh, it, it's it, it. I would assume honestly that I would assume all of them will get filled by this week. Now, where does that leave Sean Payton? Uh, we know that Frank Reich's in Carolina, and you just mentioned the Texans. Uh, seems like they're going to they're turn to D'Amico Ryans, former Texans player, and then he's not in the running for Indianapolis. I don't think he wants any part of that. So, like you said, it comes down to Arizona and Denver. And like I, I just get the sense of where we are and where we're headed that I just feel like Sean Payton's probably not going to end up coaching anywhere unless it's peewee football uh somewhere i mean his son's right. in college so he's not going to be coaching him so uh i just think that it doesn't line up to and i don't look we could certainly speculate the factors is it sean payton is it the saints is it a combination of both is it the teams thinking hey maybe they don't want to pay the price to go get them so i i think that uh yeah look sean when he said this a couple of weeks ago talking about I think it was Michael Strahan asking, uh, you know, one to ten, where would you you think you could end up back at Fox? And even back then, he said a seven. Like at me right now, I'd put it at a nine. I, I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to end up anywhere. And like I, I just for just knowing him, I just don't think. I know he's eager to get back into coaching, but I just don't think the situations line up for what he's maybe looking for. Now, like I'm. I'm going to kind of go off on a little bit of a tangent here. Go ahead. Uh, and we always discuss Dallas. I can mm-hmm. tell you Mike McCarthy is going to be on the hottest seat in the NFL going into next season, given Agreed. all of the staff changes he just made. Uh, he's keeping Dan Quinn, who was another candidate for jobs. But he's gotten rid of offensive coordinator Kellen Moore uh, and just a, a, a laundry list. Of assistance, and so, and he. It sounds like he's going to be calling the plays next year. So, guess what? If that flounders, then maybe Sean goes there. But I, and, that, and that's going to be lingering over his head all year again if he doesn't go anywhere. But look, uh, you know, I don't know about your feelings, Eric, but I just feel like he's going to he's going to be back doing broadcasting because I, I don't think he's going to end up uh, at, at any of these spots. You know, I'm leaning toward what you're saying because, again, when you look at what's left in Arizona and Denver, are those the best situations, especially what may be happening next year? And, again, it's hard to look in your crystal ball and say this is going to happen. But as I've been talking about on the show all day today, you could have both L.A. franchises looking for a coach next year. That is not out of the realm of possibility. You mentioned Dallas. Also, I'll throw Chicago in there as well. To me, those are more appetizing franchises for Sean Payton than, you know, Arizona, 
uh, 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 Denver or Houston. Yeah, I think of those three you just mentioned outside of Dallas, I think the Rams would probably be the most intriguing just because I don't think the Chargers, are, they're so far off the radar that people, even if he went there, the Chargers, I mean, let's think of all the teams in L.A. And look, look you and me know Sean's an ego yeah. guy. I mean, Absolutely. Look, is he going to want to be the coach of the Chargers? Uh, you know, the, I think the, the Chargers team, need him more than, more than he needs the Chargers. Right. Well, also, you know, look, the general manager uh, mm-hmm. and and the, the owner, it's not like they're these uh, you know, uh, known for being these uh, world beaters. And so I think that's that's part of the problem. And, you know, the, the Chargers are known for being cheap. And, you know, you, you at least look at the Rams. Right. They at least have a little bit more cachet. I mean, it's mm-hmm. probably more of a rebuild with the Rams than it would be for the Chargers. So on paper. Sure. You would say, oh, the Chargers seem like the best fit. But, uh, look, the Rams have at least won a Super Bowl. But, look, I, and I was talking, I forget how I was talking to, I was talking to a friend uh, earlier today about, say, the Los Angeles teams. Like, Sean Payton, if he wants to be, say, a quote-unquote the savior of a franchise, I mean, do you really want to be the savior of the Chargers? I mean, even the Rams, they won a Super Bowl and they mm-hmm. fell off the map. I mean, look, right. they're not the Dodgers and they're not uh, the Lakers. The Lakers, right? And so they fallen off the map. I mean, you got like, does anyone look? Even all the pro franchises there. I mean, they're the NFL is still kind of, in my eyes, still like an afterthought out there. So it is. I mean, it is. That's why yeah. you need to win a Super Bowl like the Rams did to be able to make a splash for people to pay attention. That's why, again, uh, I would think that the Chargers would be desperate. You know, they need something, some cachet, something to get people interested and excited about the franchise. You would again, You and me get it. I, I agree with you. Like, you would think that that's what they would want to do. Uh, but it also needs to be uh, more of an attraction than just Justin Herbert. Like, that, you know, yep. Sean Payton has to want to go there, and they're going to have to, you know, want to pay him. And so I think mm-hmm. when you look at it in that sense, I mean, uh, it's there. But, like, on paper, that team makes easily – the most logical mm-hmm. sense because I think uh, of everybody we're talking about between them and, and Dallas, I mean, both of those two teams would be the most talented of, of the teams that he could go and fix, per se. And so, right. but yeah, I, like, I just think yeah. that, uh, yeah, yeah, you add all this up and right. you and me now are talking about after next season because both of you and me are, are basically in the same sense that yeah. this year it seems like it's a long shot. And that obviously hurts the Saints because they don't get the compensation they need to help themselves now. For this year, absolutely. There's no doubt. But I don't think it hurts them next year in terms of, you know, what they can still ask. And if it is what it is, you just play hardball. Uh, and, of course, you know, I think Dallas is going to be desperate next year. Look, Jerry Jones hasn't won it in a generation, okay, and he's getting old. And, you know, he's, it's just almost like the Benson thing. They try to want to try to win one more before he ends up, you know, again, passing on and moving on, right? Um, oh, I agree. The Chicago thing. It, yeah, with Dallas, yes. I yeah, agree. with Dallas. Totally. Yeah. Because Jerry, like you said, he's not getting any younger. The last right. time he won, Barry Switzer was the coach. I mean, there you go. I mean that was like '94. I mean, seriously, right? Like it's, it's Troy Aikman and, and Emmett Smith. I mean, uh, he hasn't. They haven't been anywhere even close to a Super Bowl. You mm-hmm. know, gotten into playoffs, but haven't been anywhere close. So when you, yeah, I, I think he will. He's basically given Mike McCarthy one more shot, and uh, there's no doubt in my mind if, if it doesn't go as planned, Mike McCarthy right. would be out, and he'll be trying to get Sean Payton. But yeah, it's a. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, like, like I said, that makes sense. 
Chargers make sense, but I feel like in terms of where Sean would want to go, I think uh, he would love to exclamation point his career by being the quote-unquote savior of the Dallas Cowboys. He would mm-hmm. he would relish that, and it yep. would get him into the Hall of Fame because I know that's, that's, that's an aspect that I know he's looking at. Yep, there's no doubt. I agree with you. I agree 100%. Now, it does hurt the Saints because, again, they need picks for this year. But it is what it is. You know, you made you made your bed when you traded uh, all those picks for Olave and Penning last year, uh, and now you have to deal with it. You know, you didn't get value for C.J. Gardner-Johnson. You go right down the line. So it is what it is. You are where you are uh, as far as that goes. Uh, a lot of people upset about yesterday's Kansas City-Cincinnati game with the officiating. What are your thoughts? The phantom down, I mean, that was insane. Uh, there's no question about it. I mean, how do you, like, how do you even justify it? But And yet – Still, the Charger, I mean, Charger, the Bengals, uh, they at least got the stop, even though they took them seven down. It's still, like, it, it was, it, it, you can look at their game even earlier. I mean, the phantom catch by Devontae Smith, the ball hits the, the, the wire and they can't conclusively call that. You know, right. nonsense. And so it's. It, it, What's the answer? Is it full time officials? Is it using technology? to maybe help officiating now? Because, again, we know there's technology out there for them to get it right. What, what's the answer? I don't think full-time doesn't – to me, it doesn't do me any what, – what's the difference? I mean, everybody – you know, it doesn't – look, these aren't stupid people. You know, they know the rules, and uh, it's about interpretation. So, to me, I think it would more be about you've got to use technology. You've got to use uh, just even – look, tennis can make – Calls in and out, you know yes. things like that. Right. Uh, you don't uh, you don't need a, a jumbled up chain, you know, to to ju- ju- yard markers. Uh, you can have an eye in the sky. I mean, look, uh, soccer has the, uh, the their own eye in the sky, and they, and they make XFL, calls. USFL have proven it can right. be done. I mean, baseball does it too. Like you know, so mm-hmm. it, it's it, look. It, uh, it could call a ball and strikes without a home plate umpire. I mean, I know they don't implement that as a rule, but you have to use technology. I mean, we, as the consumer, uh, we know that it can, it's played by humans and officiated by humans, but guess what? When the technology is in your face, I mean, you, you got to use it. So I, I think in I that agree. sense, you, you've got to be able to use the technology. Now it, it, with the game, uh, referees calls or not. I mean, the, the fact that, uh, the Bengals were even in that game. To me, was kind of a, a shocker. It, it felt like Kansas City such, had such a kind of a, a grasp of the lead, and yet they just couldn't extend it. It really had a big sense of like, like they did last year when Kansas City had a lead, and they kind of let Cincinnati kind of linger around, and Cincinnati mm-hmm. came back to bite them. Uh, so I, you know, this year, and I, I, I liken it to. Um, at least that game where, and you know me, I'm a tennis guy. It's basically yes. you put Djokovic, Nadal, Federer. If they round robin, they could be each other. It, it could be go 50-50. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. where we are with, with say, Mahomes and, and Joe Burrow. I mean, I think there's right. that kind of atmosphere to where it's going to be close every time. And it could, it's going to come down to, uh, you know, clutch plays here. And there, and so yeah, it, it, like that game. Um, I know it was marred by some things, but still, to me, a good game. Obviously, the other game, 
once Brock Purdy went out, you knew you knew the lights were out. I mean, that was yep. that was that was yeah. One, yeah, once once they had to go, they had to go to what was it Johnson, the, the the four stringer. It was it was over. Oh yeah, for sure. And he didn't. He wasn't ready for the moment, obviously. No. Um, and uh, I mean, do you blame him? I mean, he wouldn't even be in the league without all, sure. without all these injuries with the Forty ers But but yeah, so. Uh, but look, I, I will say though, I was impressed with what Philadelphia brought uh, to me. And mm-hmm. I, I know uh, I'm sure I'll be on with you next week. But sure. I mean, uh, I'm looking at the matchup, and I'm I'm feeling good about the Eagles. I feel like the Eagles they can run the football. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, their offensive line can kind of slow down what's going on with the Chiefs, and that uh, the Eagles defense can kind of stabilize what's going on uh, against the Chiefs and their offense. So you know, but yeah, look. The matchups weren't exactly – look, the four teams, they deserve, all four deserve to be there, but the games maybe were a little bit uh, underwhelming, and I mean, for, for certainly differing reasons. Yeah, well, I mean, the Philadelphia for San Francisco because of the injury, and, you know, like I said, the, all the intrigue right now is about, is about the officiating of the, um, of the Kansas City-Cincinnati uh, game. But hopefully, again, we'll have, we'll have a really good Super Bowl going forward, no doubt. Larry, always a pleasure, my friend. One more time, tell the folks how they can follow you on social media and subscribe to The Athletic. Absolutely. At Larry Holder on Twitter, uh, theathletic.com slash NFL, and I always appreciate you kind of pumping. Hey, you know, hey, uh, it, it, uh, we love subscriptions, but, hey, on a personal level, if you uh, subscribe, uh, feel free to do it under uh, some of the deep dives on position groups, quarterbacks, and such. Uh, you, you can go do that. Again, theathletic.com slash NFL. Always appreciate your time, my friend. We'll check in with you next week. All righty. Good talking to you, buddy. There he goes. Uh, again, Larry Holder of The Athletic. And, yeah, uh, believe me, I'm a subscriber to The Athletic. I'm going to continue to subscribe. Uh, it's, that, it's that good. It's that good. I definitely recommend it. I also recommend my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. If you're looking for a company you can trust with your air conditioning system, heating system, maybe that APCO whole home treat, air treatment system. Uh, maybe, again, you need electrical work. Burkhardt handles electrical work for you as well. Uh, of course, generators. They are, again, experts when it comes to generators. They truly have become a one-stop shop for you. And, of course, the attention to detail, treating your home like their home, your business like their business. Uh, and, of course, the uh, certification from their, um, their, their, uh, their uh, technicians. Uh, second to none. They're doing the continuing education. The second floor is a classroom where they do continuing education constantly. Uh, and then, of course, something John Turman told John Burkhardt told me a long time ago. Trust is the foundation of their business. Uh, and, again, that's how they've grown. Again, from a small company in St. Bernard Parish to a company that has over 10,000 customers. And, again, a lot of that long before I was hyping them and telling you about, about again, my experience with, with Burkhardt, it was, it was word of mouth. Truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. AC breaks down tonight. Again, heating system. Well, by the end of the week, you need help. Yes, they have after-hour service for you with a Burkhardt employee answering the phone, dispatching a Burkhardt uh, and a Nate certified technician out to your home or business. Truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendricks F. Jr. Gin. Uh, one-of-a-kind gin on the, um, on the shelves right now for you until March of 2023. And I'll say it again, Leslie Gracie, uh, the um, master distiller, has done an incredible job in, again, creating these fine spirits, these offshoots on the portfolio of, of uh, Hendrix. And once again, uh, she gets a winner for you. Um, another uh, uh, a great Hendrix spirit that has, again, taken over the super premium gin category. If you truly love, again, gin and you're trying, you want to maybe experiment a little bit, 
try, much like Midsummer Solstice and Lunar, try Henry's Neptunia Gin. Uh, it's a different flavor profile, but a fantastic gin for you. And, yes, only available to March of 2023, part of the portfolio of William, William Grant. So maybe you're getting ready for the big game. Maybe you're getting ready, again, for the upcoming Mardi Gras season. Restocking that liquor cabinet. Make sure you, again, reach for uh, a William Grant product, including our friends at Hendrix and Tunia Gin. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. My brother-in-law died suddenly. And now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep your operation running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. 
But we get you Raymond in Buffalo, Maria in Miami, and Jules and Troy. Taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with high quality supplies for every industry, plus real time product availability and access to experts ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Larry Holder and also Les East for joining us in the program. Rudy back at studio producing. All the great sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slash of the sponsor sponsor our program. We appreciate each and every one of them. It includes our friends at, again, Hendrick Jr. Jen. Get it while you can. Only on the shelves to March of 2023. And, of course, introducing today a brand-new sponsor of the program, Acadium Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119. Indoor, outdoor uh, shutters, floor, uh, 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 window coverings. Think Acadian customer shutters at 985-893-3119. All right, New Orleans, thanks so much for listening. Certainly appreciate it as always. Podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the show. Uh, and as always, uh, again, we appreciate you guys checking out the program. Coming up next, All Access with Ken Trahan. He's got Fletcher Mackle on tap. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catcher the gum that includes the mayor, they all got to go. Broadcasting from the Dudley Department.